Hello and welcome to Just Another Liverpool Podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my co-host, Matt Wood. To listen to our latest podcast, follow us on our Twitter page um, at Just Another LIV1. On our podcast, we discuss about how Liverpool have performed in their latest Premier League fixture, giving both our views and opinions, reviewing how other results went in that game week, also a quick review on Liverpool's next opponent in the league and usually finishing on our fantasy football teams and scores. Well, game week 23 confirmed to me that Liverpool are 100% going to win the league. It's official. <laughs> Stuart Jones has announced it. Yeah, exclusively on the podcast. It's over. <laughs> it's now not a matter of no, if, but no more when. podcasts needed. Do you want to make that? It's, are you calling that? It's the final one. If you've had enough, there's no point if anymore, enough, is there? Matt. Well, it's basically when will the celebration start? Which match it's going to be? No, let's get on it now. Well, after <laughs> slip ups by Man City and Leicester, um, it was over to us to increase our lead to sixteen points with a winning result against Man U, which we duly did. Also confirming who rules the East Lanks Road, we are now 30 points ahead of our, well, historically greatest rivals. Um, may it long last. Um, Matty, enjoy that result. Yeah. Um, you haven't even mentioned that you uh, you won the prediction as well. Well, we can didn't come even get, to that. You didn't even get into that, did you? Yeah, we can bite into that right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, well done, on this. You did, you did, you did get a first choice on the scoreline. Oh, but, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. No, well done to the to you there. Um, Very modest but, of you, Matt. Thank yeah, you. I think oh, it's just for me now. Like it feels just a a procession. Like not only winning the league, but every single game. Like for the duration of us doing this podcast, it's basically me and you just sat here going, "We're really good." <laughs> um, yeah, we won the last game. Um, we're gonna win the next game, and now we're saying we're just basically we've won the league. I mean, you could just cut the podcast there, and end it because that's pretty much it, isn't it? But you probably want to draw. I don't it want out. to finish. You want to probably that. draw it out for another forty-five minutes. Yes. Um, but no, I. It, for me, it was pretty routine. I thought United had moments in the game, half chances and things like that. But mm-hmm. we had two big spells in the first half and the second half where we were completely dominant, especially at the start of the second half when I was amazed that we didn't score in that kind of like 10, 15-minute spell. But we can just like go into gears that other teams just can't can't handle, really. Yeah. And um, yeah, like... For me, there was there wasn't ever any doubt that we were gonna get the 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 victory, um, and I I still think as well. And I keep saying that even somebody of Man United's quality or you know uh, past um, status, I guess you could say, you could tell they don't feel like they're gonna get a result at one nil in the. In the last few minutes of the game, do they actually really believe they can score an equaliser? Like, I don't actually think that they do think that. I think we've got that such a, a strong mental grip on the game that I don't think any of the teams that we're playing actually really believe they can get back into it. Yeah. Once we've gone so, that one nil up. Yeah. Yeah. I so think... not only like physically and you know ability wise and, and, and tactically are we out manoeuvring teams but also like 
mentally it's just we've got we're just overpowering yeah. teams completely. we've got that fear factor over teams yeah. they're completely scared of us what did you um well, what one point that i i was thought was quite interesting when i saw the teams like and this i suppose quite an obvious thing to state but i was looking at united's team and obviously they were without rashford but like none of that team strikes any fear into me whatsoever no and it's probably you know i was seeing all of these um lineups and combined 11s on uh, social media and the build up to the game and the majority of them were obviously dominated by Liverpool Liverpool players which again shows the gulf between the two teams at the moment but I, I looked at their first 11 and I thought like really it's just a combination of either inexperienced players or just bang average players yeah. like there, there was really in that team there was nothing there that really like concerned me whatsoever, and I think that goes to demonstrate where the where the two clubs are are at, at the moment. Like there's just there's such a huge gap there in in what we're able to to field and, and what they're putting out on on the pitch, despite the well, yeah, it's it's definitely showing that they like, spent the position of both clubs, which way they're going. We're obviously on the ascendancy, and United are are on the downfall. Like, you know, you've still got De Gea, who is still, you know, you can't write him off. He's still a top goalkeeper. But, you know, you, you're looking through that back four. Like, Luke Shaw, he's always he's always looked better when he was at Southampton for me. He's never, like, gone to... He's never, whilst he's been at United, he's never really pushed on to being that player everybody expected him to become. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at it the other side, uh, Wan-Bissaka. I think there's a lot, a lot there, but... Like the way the way he played it, he played three at the back. Well, didn't this is he? what I was saying and about to me being the combination of like inexperience and an average player. Like Wan Bissaka to me is like inexperienced. There is some potential there. Yeah, he's got a good recovery pace, but is he like anywhere near the finished article? Like no, no, no. yeah, nowhere near. You got the so young lad. If you've as got well. inexperienced Williams. players, you need yeah players who've got the authority around them who are already um. You know, experience with it within the team to to kind of carry them along with them, but they don't they don't have that whatsoever. Yeah, I thought like you know obviously we brought in Van Dijk and you know straight away like his authority over the team, like well over the back four was you know in that first game he played, you could see it straight away. And to be honest, like before Maguire went. To United, I did like rate him highly, and I thought he would bring that to Man United when they signed him. But for whatever reason, it really hasn't. It hasn't improved the back four. It, you yeah. know his his the, the, signing. The fact that he's now got the captaincy as well is kind of it's mounting the pressure on him, isn't it? But it's the indicative of where that captain. team and the squad is at. Like they brought in. Uh, a player who's only just joined, you know, in the summer a few months ago, and he's already got the captain's armband. Like, what does that say about the rest of the squad? Yeah, that's a good point. And I think also, like, when we before we signed Van Dyke, we it was like the missing jigsaw, the missing piece in the jigsaw. Excuse me. Um, like we needed like a goalkeeper and a centre half. Like everybody else was pretty much sorted. Whereas you look at United and they are, you know, just constantly in transition. 
all the time. You know, their squad still needs that extra three or four players. Yeah. It's still not finished. But should we jump back onto the game? I thought like somebody interplay uh we were doing is probably the best I've seen all season. Um I thought, you know, there was that period of I thought like about first ten minutes they were in the game United. Mm. But then I was quite surprised that they did they did press up to us, didn't they? On the yeah, yeah, they were early trying to match the game, us. They really yeah. did push up high, and I was thinking I wasn't probably expecting that because I was I was thinking they were going to sit in a lot more, and then hmm. there was then like a, there was like a window up. where it was like the first ten minutes where all right they were matching us to to a degree, and then it wasn't until the second half it was about fifty five minutes up to like the hour mark where they had a couple of good opportunities. Uh, well, that Martial one, and then that's where they they got back into the game, you know, again to a degree where they were getting more of the ball. We weren't like, you know, we didn't have them. We let them back off the ropes, you know, in a sense where you know, in the first half and early in the second half, you know, we were battering them. That you know, that's like the first time in a long time I've seen us against United really really give it to them and like in the first half really we should have had it buried at half time mm. and then you know we didn't and then the start of the second half those first 10-15 minutes wow yeah. like even Henderson had a go yeah he was would have been a worthy goal wouldn't it um, but like what can you say RT we just managed to score like all different types of goals as well and you mentioned that or we said that the first ten minutes or so they were in the game, they were, you know, pressing up to us. But then we get a corner set piece and it's like, right, Van Dijk, he's a threat. And whether they dealt with it well or not is another debate, I suppose. But again, one nil from a set a set piece where we've got somebody of that ability to go and attack the ball. Yeah. We've just got so many ways of like Opening teams up, like different ways of playing. So we're strong on set pieces. Direct we're, balls. We're good with balls over the top with runners, which we were doing quite a lot in the first half, I think, with, with Salah and, and Mane a few times. Good on the counter-attack. Can also break teams down if they sit deep as well. Um, Can cross as well. That's another aspect of our game. So we've just got so many different ways of being able to hurt the opposition so it doesn't it's almost it doesn't really matter what the the opposition does we'll 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 find a way to to kind of to break through by hook you know like highlighting all that like what we can do like Mm. to like beat a team you know if you're the opposition the opposition team the manager like you know how do you how do you like nullify our our attacking cap- yeah. capabilities to score yeah. and then also try and score against us where now we have got such a, like a solid back four the keeper again Alisson I, I thought you know he obviously wasn't called upon much but when he when he you know when he has to do something he just does it so calmly so easy and yeah. obviously the uh, distribution for Salah's goal Mm-hmm. Wow! Although he did have a couple of shaky moments on the ball, didn't he? There was that one where it was very close touch. when he passed it <laughs> yeah. to Van Dijk and very close to James. Yeah. yeah. But no, thought thought it was excellent. 
Um, what about um, the, the disallowed goal? Yeah, I think um, most of the pundits as well agreed that it, it should have stood. It's one of them, isn't it? It's like, if you can't, if that, you've got to be able to challenge the keeper and then if that if that's being given as a foul, then there is, there's no point challenging the keeper anymore. Yeah, I was surprised it was overturned just because it wasn't like an obvious error and he was his eyes were on the ball like he wasn't really looking at the, where the keeper was his arms were down mm. it's not like he was like running it running in either he yeah. was like basically in a standing position yeah. van dyke and he's just jumped up i think you could be more inclined to like give the foul if he was like come running in and jumped for it because then then he like takes out the hair yeah. but yeah it's um it's one of them. As soon as it went to VAR, I thought, yeah, it's yeah. They don't want that controversy of like you know giving it against. United. I think yeah, because there was big up, uproar, uproar with United, and I could almost see like the the headlines from like. Do you know a lot of people are jumping on this bandwagon of Liverpool getting favour through VAR yeah, and things like yeah, that? And that course. that was going from head and thinking like, mm. really, is this gonna happen? But I was I was gutted for for Mino because. Oh, it was a, a brilliant finish. Yeah. And we obviously keep mentioning that he's not scored Anfield this season as well. <laughs> yeah. And um that was like would have been a perfect goal for him to to um to get off the mark, wouldn't it? So yeah, I was I was gutted for Yeah, even for Mino, Genie's really. goal, that was a good goal, but that yeah, that was yeah, rightly offside. Like, but... That's that was probably a good example of you saying about the interplay, like it was a quick Kind of one two, or I think, I think Firmino might have even flicked it back. Was that the? T- I might be getting mixed up with the yeah, different. I know move, the ox. I and think then the ox passed. Yeah, Oxley Chamberlain just like, um, played the pass through and, Wijnaldum, who I thought had a a brilliant game to be fair, um, on the back of his Tottenham game where he played really well. Yeah. Um, good finish, but yeah, just just slightly offside. Well, talking about the players, do you want to? run through anyone who well you know it's basically who didn't stand out really because I thought pretty much all of them were, were class yeah for Alice like I said Alisson you know when he's called upon brilliant um, he is just like a steady goalkeeper you know what you're getting from him um, Trent getting his customary uh, assist there um, who's your man of the match um, man of the match um, Easy one for me. Well, saying that, pretty close. Ah, oh, yeah, he did have a good game. And I know, like Sky, give it to Henderson, didn't they? But um, did he? I thought I, I Van Dyke for me. Yeah, it's. Do you know what? Like, like you say, there's a few candidates there, and you couldn't begrudge um, a few of the players getting it. I thought Wijnaldum was um, was up there for man of the match. Yeah, no, he had a good game. I just thought Verge, um, again, obviously he got the goal, but yeah. that aside, just commanding. Just it's his crazy. positioning, it's his positional sense. Yeah. Like, the, the stats are distribution. When you see him on set pieces and you you know, you know look at the, the defenders they had, like Lindelof and Maguire, they're not... They're not small defenders in stature at all, but he just towers over absolutely everybody. He just looks an absolute colossus, yeah, in everything that he does. And again, though, like w- with 
us as a whole and him like it's fear factor you can tell the forwards who are coming up against them or the defenders when they're um, marking him he's got no weaknesses from a, from a set he? piece because that's it's the thing like, if you're a striker you're like thinking oh, he's got no pace him yeah. I'll just knock the ball off him or like or he, he's he's not good enough in the air you know yeah. I'll be able to get a yard on him like he's just got no He's got yeah. no faults, and his and his thing, and you know, his his reading of the game as well is is really good, and probably not something that a lot of people talk about. But he's always that he's like a magnet to the ball. Like some of the crosses they were putting in, he was putting his head in there, or he was, um, he was just kind of clearing it on on the half folly or or whatever yeah. it was. I think it's great. He's as just well there, for, like. Because Gomez now, he's established himself alongside Van Dijk. Mm. I think that this is a great opportunity for Gomez now, the age he's at, to learn, you know, everything off Van Dijk. You know, the defending, even like leadership as well. Yeah. You know, it's really good potential for him to become, because I, I think Gomez is a top defender, but, you know, he could be up there alongside Van Dijk. Yeah. And it's like you've said before, like he makes... He makes players alongside him look three, four times better than what they are. Yeah. I mean, you, if we didn't have him and we had Gomez and Lovren or Gomez and Matip, like, could you imagine them being anywhere near as good as what they are alongside Van Dijk? I don't think they would be. Like, no. it's the assurance that he gives them and the confidence. He's yeah, like he's an absolute beast of a player, isn't he? Yeah, that's all. It's all you can say. Henderson, again. Top performance. Um, I don't know if it's. Didn't think I'd see the day when those words be coming out your mouth. Sure. Oh, he's he's been, he's just getting better and better after every game. I think this confidence now in. You know, obviously we won the World Club, Cup, um, won the Champions League, as him as captain. I think it's oh. just um, it's pushed his game. Yeah, I think it. Do you think he feels like fully accepted by the fans now as well? That's maybe helped him. Well, because I've accepted him. <laughs> um, He's been listening like Stuart <laughs> no, Jones like, is on board now. Because that's so. the thing. He always had, you know, I was one of his big detractors, like, you know. But. Mm. How long were you, eh? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, it, it, he's, he silenced me in, in a fact that he hasn't, he hasn't. He, you know, he hasn't got that, say, quality of maybe Fabinho but maybe that comparison to Gerard. but his I think it's his leadership which is coming through mm. which is his biggest part of his game yeah I always I always think that the, the hardest thing for him was replacing Gerard because people see it as a like for like mm. in the types of players that they are and Steven Gerrard was like a freak of a footballer like we may not see another type of player like that in our lifetime like he he could do everything do you know what I mean he was yeah. Roy of the Rovers style yeah, footballer yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd he'd win games for us like on his own almost like well, what I like. Henderson doesn't have those attributes whatsoever yeah. but I do think a lot of the things he does like he is underrated when it comes to his, his technical ability and his his passing range and things like that obviously when he's sitting a bit deeper he's probably told to keep it simple more often than not but like he has got good ability on the ball and he makes the right decisions and like you say his leadership as well 
maybe he didn't have the confidence in other players previously. You know, because the quality mm. of play wasn't as good, maybe. But now he's got yeah. better players around him. He's more confident to play those balls. Yeah. But big thing for me is the leadership value. I think he's he's probably our like Roy Keane in a way. Like there was a comment made during the game that I think Trent, um, I think he let the ball go or something out for a for a throwing or something. But Henderson like dug him out on it, mm. like really bollocked him for it. Mm. So, you know, he's got that like sergeant major, but he's backing that up now with his performance. Because you can always have that type of player who, you mm. know, who's mouthy and all that, but yeah. if you're not backing that up... Like Fabian Delph. Yeah, that's a good example, yeah. You know, if you're not backing that up with what you're doing, your individual game, levels, then yeah. you, you don't get that respect off players. So, right, a couple of questions then for you on this. First of all, what do we do now for Fabinho's back? Good shout. Um, that is a good shout. Like I think Chamberlain again. It was another opportunity for him, and it was another game. I thought he did like, all right Tottenham about game. setting the world. I like really. it passes him by though too much. And you can tell, like he came off the knee and he had a bit of a strop. You yeah. can you can tell that he knows he has to make the impact. Otherwise, yeah, he's not going to be in the team. Which is a good position to be in, knowing it's that competitive to actually get in the oh, get in the start in eleven. Liverpool, yeah. Um, but for I, me, I, he asked. It's one of them. It is, you know, if Fabinho, you know, he's on the bench, back fit. It's a it's a hard. That's a conundrum. That one. You, you know, we're winning. Do you just keep that winning team going, yeah. or I think eventually he'll move back to Fabinho being in the team and Henderson being. Move further. Yeah, because it was again. working before he got yeah. injured anyway, wasn't it? So yeah, and I think like I say, the ox he's had his chance. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't taken that chance really. He hasn't like, you know, nailed his um, name in like the first team really. Yeah. Where yeah, you know, he did have a good opportunity there. Yeah. So yeah. So here's the second question that I wanted to ask you: Can he win football of the year? Henderson. Yeah. I've seen you put this up earlier. There's <laughs> um, oh, the, starting with? to be a bit of a... I think on the back of yesterday, and there was, you know, he got... There was man of the match shouts, and he has been recently, since Fabinho, who's been on the team, he's took, you know, taken it to another level. I think because as well, that the whole... He is the hub of the team in terms mm. of the leadership and being, you know... I think people are starting to look to that and think... Right, if we're looking at some sort of narrative here, like could he be in the running for that? Obviously, like Van 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 Dyke, not because it's Henderson, but no, but you know Van Dyke on it last year, didn't he? The the players player, yeah, and then was was the writers player Sterling last year? I think it might have been Mm. Van Dyke on the players player, um, but I think we've got a few. Obviously, we'd have a few candidates. I think Mane would be a candidate. I think Van Dijk would be a candidate again, and then I'd probably say like Henderson in that in that mix. Out of our, I'd say in the players. mix, definitely, yeah. Um, possibly Trent as well. You know, because we still got to remember yeah, he's a young but kid. Young, he he's probably more on the young young, young yeah, player. Young maybe players, yeah, you can get that accolade. Um, I'd say he's in the mix, but. It's, but you don't want him to. No, 
it's you know you've also got to think like who's winning games for teams and you know you, you like yeah. for me De Bruyne he's like the closest thing to Gerard you know his influence in games um, mm. like his the biggest thing is consistency I think if Henderson carries on consistently you know these captain performances um, he'll definitely be in the mix but to actually win it I don't know <laughs> Maybe, uh, maybe if you got that, a few worldies in there, worldy goals, I think leave, possibly. Leave that on there then. Yeah. But um, quick one on Manny. Um, you know, again, involved a hell of a lot in the game. But I just thought um, against United, it's just his final decision making, um, let him down. Where usually, you know, this season, he's been perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he snatched at a couple of chances. Didn't he one in the first half? I remember he like miscontrolled it, and then one in the second half, when he was one on one with Lindelof, and he he kind of dragged it wide. Um, for me, it was that one in the first half where um, yeah, that was a it was you know, chance. first time he should have hit it. Yeah. I don't know what he was trying yeah. to do there, but you know that's only a small critique. You know this is the thing yeah. he, he has. You know. Yeah. An average game, but somebody else yeah. has an amazing game. Well, what do you think of Salah? Because I think that was probably one of his best games this season, I thought. Yeah, I think, to be honest, the goal summed him Apart up. Apart from that miss, that miss was, was oh, pretty horrendous, God. to be yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. He but he's got, he's got that in him. Like, yeah. We, know, we yeah. know he needs a few chances. Yeah, two and work. one and all that. But that, I think the goal summed him up. Because, obviously, great ball from Alisson. And then he used his speed, which is a big part of his game. But you know, you had that. Um, is it is it Dan James? Yeah, it was yeah. James. Yeah. Um, you know, tracking back. Yeah. Got got hold of Salah, but Salah again. Strength. And yeah, yeah the yeah. big part of his other game is his strength. You know, he was holding him off, and yeah. then what a great finish. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Luke Shaw, he was having an ongoing battle with, and he's you know he's a big lad, isn't he? Yeah. Um. Fat lad. Yeah, fat bastard. Um. And he was really holding. He was holding his own against Luke Shaw, um, quite a lot, and sh- showing his his strength, um, and Klopp, Klopp, you know, decided, you know, when he took somebody off, he took Firmino and Mane off, and he left yeah. Salah up front with um Origi towards the end, and that obviously paid off. Uh, in the end, with the, with the Bobby, goal, Bobby had um one of his you know great performances. That when Firmino's on fire, that's him. Yeah. You know, holding the ball up well and his, you know, interplay with other players, yeah. quick feet. You know, he really, sh- you know, he was unlucky with that goal. Yeah. Really should have been given. Yeah. Um, class from him. Um. Yeah, I think we so, covered there. So, so the big question is, you know, where are we going to win this title now? Then. Uh, have you been doing your sums again? <laughs> I've heard some sums, and you know, with. If the average keeps going, with it's cr- the, the, us winning the whole, more points, Man City winning theirs, yeah. then it could come. The whole down concept, to the though, that we've waited thirty years to win the the title, and then to the point where it looks like we're gonna win it, and it's gonna be it's not in it's in when. such a distance from everybody else is is crazy, really. Yeah. Um, to be you know, it's January. We've just we're just into the new year and. Even before that, I think we all kind of knew that it was. Yeah, it was quite. It, we were in a, wasn't we're in a really, really strong position. Yeah. Um, 
but you know for this time of year to be already you know it's pretty much done and dusted is is madness really and and to be looking at the fixtures ahead and and trying to work out you know where can it be won will it be like february not february will it be march or will it be april could be february <laughs> this city, city would have to but lose all the games like you asked the question have i done the maths no no <laughs> <laughs> not every single scenario obviously the the one that people have, have looked at is if we win all of our next games and man city do the same which i would say is unlikely mm-hmm. because i think they're going to continue to drop points if we do that, it'll be, um, it'll go down to the Man City game, away in order to win it, which would be really interesting as well because we've then got that forty nine game, undefeated, um, run as well that will yeah. be on the line in that game. So that would be. Do you know what? In a way, I want us to do it either before or after that, because I think for, for us to win the title there and for that run to be on the line. That would be a horrible game, I think. Too much pressure. Well, it'd just be a hot. I just. I think we can deal with that though now. Yeah, I think the maybe team's shown it. Maybe yeah, but um, I I just wouldn't want any kind of. Not that anything would ruin it, but. I just wouldn't. I don't want any kind of. Team getting any joy out of the fact that they've, delayed. Yeah, yeah. Delayed it or or anything like that. What I think will happen is that I think it might happen earlier than that. If you look at Man City's fixtures coming up, I think they've got um, they've got Tottenham away, they've got Leicester away, they've got Sheffield United away this week. Um, they've got Arsenal as well, although you know they're not particularly up so much this season. But they've got Arsenal coming up as well. Um, there's the potential there for them to continue to drop points. There. They pretty, you know, then they're not going for the league now. They're no. going for top four. They're probably gonna yeah. take their eye off the ball a little bit. So the chances are they're gonna continue to drop points. So you would you would assume that it, it might be before that, and then we start looking towards like the Everton game, and we're thinking, mm. is that a possibility? Like, holy fuck, that would just be oh, carnage. icing on the cake, wouldn't it? It it would be carnage as well. Um, well, it would definitely be a bit more red men in Goodison than Blue Noses, for yeah. a fact, definitely. Yeah. I've heard today um, through a friend that they're, um, an Ever- they're like Everton mace, um, <laughs> how we can have an Everton uh, fan as a mace, but has basically sold his ticket for the game. I've heard lots of, what, already? Yeah. Already. Yeah, I've heard lots of this, I mean, but... It's yeah, nice, I'm isn't not, it? I'm not sure about that. It's great. But to be in a position where we're trying to plot where the league could be won in like That's March the thing. We, time. We, d- is, we can afford mad. to lose six games at the minute, can't we? So, you know, it's uh, you know, that's not going to happen. And that's with City winning every single exactly, game. Exactly, yeah. Say we, keep, we keep making that. And for, I think I said it on the last uh, podcast that once the Champions League kicks off again, Man City are just completely going to concentrate on that and you know in the league that's where you are going to see them slip up even more so when uh, the Champions League kicks off um, small little yeah. fact um, that's seven games now one beaten they've all got, also got Man United away as well so these are the next so I'll just I'll quickly yeah, let me finish on my little fact ah, this is my Lovren fact oh, seven games unbeaten now without Lovren 
Go on, carry on. We've been 39 games. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, conceded, yeah. It's Man City, Sheffield United away. This is just league. Tottenham away. West Ham at home. Leicester away. Arsenal at home. Man United away. Oof. Um, So. I like that one. Um, Do they play tomorrow, do they? Against Sheffield United? Yeah. You know, that's Sheffield United. Sheffield United that's at home. It's definitely not a gimme, is it? No, that's uh, that is a tough proposition. That um, they've shown, obviously against us, they can uh, give us mm. a game. So, yeah, yeah, that'd be a nice one to watch that one. Yeah. And then obviously you've got United, but with Rashford now out, you know they're not really much of. He was their biggest threat. But yeah, it's it's like you say, it's um we're we're you know. We're gonna win it, so it's Stewie's, nice. Stewie's committed again. Um, a little one as well, um, which got announced this week, um, was the African Cup of Nations. Um, looks like they're gonna revert it back to the winter period. So that's January, February time. Um, so that kicks off at twenty twenty one, next year. Um, and going off the January February period of now. You know, Salah, Mane, and Keita, we've got to mention him. Yeah. Are going to miss potential five, six games. Um, you know, going off this it's season, good, it? it's not gonna, it's not gonna affect. You know, if it was this yeah. season, it wouldn't affect us. Um, the way we've been, but, um, it's not good, is it, for that season? I know we're thinking ahead here, but it's not going to be a great situation. That one, is it? Especially. Whatever yeah. those fixtures they're going to miss are, you know, if it's going to be a Man City, United, Chelsea. Yeah. And you would, like you say, it is, a, it is um, some distance off. Um, I so mean, I don't even know, I've not really looked into this. Do they have to, they have to qualify though, don't they? Have they qualified? Oh, yeah, but... But you... Yeah, Egypt, Egypt and um, Senegal. Senegal. Yeah, always, um, always um, So... It's one of them. It, what it does now is it it makes a given that we are going to be in the transfer market for yeah. that type of player yeah. in the summer. Obviously, we brought in Minamino in Jan in January. Um, he's obviously going to be filling in one of those roles, but you know you you're missing both Salah and Manny. So yeah, definitely going to be in the market for uh, a player of that ilk uh, in the summer. Um, which isn't a bad thing. Adds competition even more, makes the squad even stronger. Um, yeah, I think I think it will be a good thing. Um, yeah. So shall we move on to the game week results of twenty three? Yeah. Um, our next opposition is. Of how these results just have no bearing on us whatsoever. I know, just but to... we've got to make a little mention, you know, with the runners of riders of top four relegation mm-hmm. um, so yeah next opponents are Wolves but we'll touch on them last so we'll kick it off with Man City against Palace um, Uncle Roy doing us a massive favour uh, so thanks for that Roy um, yeah City players um, must have had too much fun at that uh, Bunga Bunga party they had um, earlier in the week um, must have uh, you know exuded themselves too much that night 
Um, yeah, just a brilliant result, two all. Um, Everton's Chank Tosin as well, helping Liverpool oh, to yeah. the title. Nice one. Really mate. couldn't write it, could you? But yeah, it just confirms again, just like Man City at the back, they they've just been crap that's, all season. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the Achilles heel, like. Pretty, uh, pretty obvious, isn't it? That they're vulnerable, um, in central defence. Like I know Fernandinho's done all right, but I don't think he's the answer. Yeah, I think it's like Henderson filling in, isn't it? Basically, or Milner filling in. Like when Milner had to fill in at left back, he did, he does an okay job, but you can get away with it for certain games, up maybe yeah. not like the whole season or the majority of the season. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Like Laporte to Man City is, he's our Van Dyke, isn't it? If, if if Van Dyke was out for that period of time, then it yeah. would affect us. Uh, so yeah, great. Um, Newcastle, Chelsea. Um, Newcastle winning one nil. Uh, St James's, St James's Park. Uh, I was watching bits of the game and it's an absolute steal, wasn't it? Oh, I was like Chelsea all the possession, but like they've shown in a lot of games this season, they just haven't got that that killer blow on teams. Um, you know whether they. Now that they can make transfers, whether they can potentially get somebody in in this window, but yeah, I think in the uh, next season mm. they'll definitely look the, to have that. The best bit about that game was that fella taking the corner flag in his bollocks. I never seen that. What happened? You're not there? seeing this. No. So when Newcastle scored the goal, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, a lot of the time when they score a goal, like a meaningful goal, like Matt Ritchie will go and boot the corner flag. Yeah. So um, they scored the goal, went over to the corner, Matt Ritchie boots the corner flag and um, on one of the camera angles you see this the corner flag go directly into this fella's... In the crowd, in, yeah. Right, right in the, you know, in the midriff, yeah. in, the, in the... Crown jewels. In, yeah, uh, whatever you want to call them. And then... Meeting two veg. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's this other video from somebody in the crowd who's like, um, obviously sat next to this fella and this fella's just like rolling around, just holding his balls, like <laughs> while everyone else is yeah. celebrating. Making the most of it, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, have to show you after this. Yeah, you will do. Um, but yeah, like Newcastle, they look so poor. You like watch them and you're just like, God, they just. And they do put every yeah. man behind the ball. They don't offer much going yeah. forward. But... You've got to say fair place oh, to uh, yeah. Fathead. Yeah. Because fat head. he's getting points on the board. Whatever they showed the um the average possession stats of the teams in the league. I think this season and the miles behind everyone. They're on like thirty three percent possession average. Jesus Christ! Which is like like I say, it's miles behind everyone else. But they seem to find a way to get points. They do. Give him credit. He, he's gonna. He's they're basically well. You know, it's yeah. not a given yet, but they're gonna was, be safe. Yeah, I was. You know, I was watching it and I was. Somebody like Joe Linton, who I just think is a lump, and like he's he's awful. I it's, I think yeah, he's yeah. um he's not mobile. He's he seems short on confidence. Doesn't really look like he's gonna ever get close to. to he's a, prem- a goal. he's a Premier League player from like ten years ago. Do you know what I mean? I, like I thought like the way it was going, a lot of teams were moving away from that type of player. But obviously, Steve Bruce, old school. Uh, you know, he's well, even not got necessarily Andy sure he was his signing or whatever, but um, just think if you're working with somebody like that who's not scoring any goals and you're still picking up points, you've got to say fair play. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Norwich Bournemouth uh, battle for <laughs> twenty. <laughs> who, who wants to finish bottom? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who wants to finish bottom? <laughs> yeah. What, so it's basically what to say from Steve. Cole. I know, yeah, God. What but was, it's all what was he thinking? First half, you know, if if that was like the last like minute of the game, you know, fair enough, like because you got a, a chance of the keeper saving yeah. the penalty. But doing that in the first half, down to ten men, yeah, you know, penalty. It should have been more than one nil. It's Christ. It's pretty brained. I know you're saying, oh, it's it was instinctive, but. Dickhead. He obviously hasn't got a brain. <laughs> Instinctive. Yeah. He was the captain as well, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Nice one. Um, but Bournemouth look like the. I think Norwich. Norwich, are, Norwich are, are probably going to find it really difficult to get back in it. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth are spiraling them pretty bad. Do you though. think Bournemouth, like for me, I think, I think they're down. Um, do you think they're going to come straight back up? Or do you think it's. It's oh, really gonna. I don't know. Them. I think you've you know, you've called it pretty early there. I oh, still think they've got a chance. Obviously, didn't it? Who is it? It's Norwich. Then is it Villa? Villa are eighteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, you know, there's still a lot of games to play. I think you you perhaps writing them off too soon there. Too, but um. I just can't yeah. see like. That's the thing. I like, do think I remember at, talking about this a few weeks ago, and I was like, I think Bournemouth are in a bad way. Like they could definitely go down. Um, the three points off. Uh, safety at the moment. Like you look at it, Burnley. Like with that, well, we'll come on to them. Like, but you know, they've what? jumped up. Yeah. Brighton, they don't. You know, they're not great, but they look I better than think, Bournemouth. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing for me with Bournemouth is like, would they pull the trigger on Eddie L? No. Because you look at Watford and you you know we were both probably going there dead and buried and they've gone on amazing run yeah. form. Um, Tell you what, they Nigel always make the Pearson. right decision. You know, you know the board. They you know they do. <laughs> you know it might be like quick fire and all that like, but I tell you what they they make um they make it happen and it obviously pays off. Yeah, it's paying Event- off eventually. Just go through enough. It's like that old. So, you know, throw enough shit at the wall and some of it <laughs> will stick. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're not... They're still within touching distance of getting out of it and there's a lot of games to go. But I just think if they continue to go on this bad run of form, like, does it come a point where they think, right, shit, we've got to do something here, get rid of the manager, bring somebody in, last throw of the dice, or do they go for, you know, this guy is... Has brought us from like League One yeah, to the Premier yeah. League. We've just got to show loyalty to him. So, you know, the next game, Brighton. Bournemouth, Brighton, is yeah, it? Bournemouth yeah. at home. So yeah. there you go. Brighton's an odd one because they were saying they're, they're probably in a similar position to where they last year. But the, when I've seen them, they look a better footballing team. Yeah, everyone's comments and they on do, they how do, better they are going forward. They do tend to like pick up results here you know here and there um but they're not they're in a position at the moment where they're probably one or two defeats away from really getting dragged into that whole pack mm-hmm. okay what what if brighton win that then against bournemouth will you say bournemouth are down then no no i mean it's taking you till this point to say liverpool have won the league <laughs> so i mean uh, Three points away from relegation, am I? But that's the thing, though. It's confidence, isn't it? You look at us, like you look at like the confidence within the team. You know, it's like 
tenfold and then you look at it compared to like Bournemouth and like Bournemouth you know like what's happened to like Callum Wilson like where's yeah, his goals gone time. and Telling you it's Solanke. They've obviously got a lot of injury problems. Solanke and he can't hit a barn door. Yeah, he's like Art Lovren, isn't he, really? Like, he actually... He's, pl- play him, you yeah, get beat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's enough for Bournemouth. Um, the, you know, for me, championship team, unfortunately, next season. Um, move on to Arsenal against Sheffield United. Um, one all. That result leaves Arsenal, uh, you know, sitting in 10th position. Um just can't believe like another team like likes of Arsenal just on the down and then Sheffield United mm. looking like they'll finish yeah. in the top ten. Um for the first season back in the Premier League. Like, Arsenal have won wow. as many games. I'm sure I said something similar to this on the last one. Arsenal have won the same amount of games as Villa. Arsenal have won six games in twenty three. That's that's, that's so poor, isn't it? That's so poor. You know, you're thinking of a team who Arsenal. You know, like who were always nailed on top four, yeah. to like to yeah. to what they are now. <sighs> wow, um, and you know, it's just once again, I think it's why we're in the position we are in. There's that yeah. much turmoil at these clubs that it's a great opportunity. It's been a great opportunity for us this season that we've taken, but going on to next season, season after that, yeah, it's a chance to be dominant. Um, yeah, West Ham, Everton, one all, great result for two shit teams. Um, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> Brighton, Villa, one all. Uh, it's quite a few here, isn't it? It's quite a trend. Um, basically, draws, you mean? he has a lot of draws. Yeah, one alls there. Uh, battle to stay up. Um, yeah, basically Pepe the draw. Reina. Oh yeah, Pepe. Pepe yeah. Reina, Pepe Reina. Um, hey. Basically, the result didn't help either team there really. Um, I think like if if Villa do go down, I think somebody's got to snap up Grealish. He's definitely too good yeah, for the he, championship now. He's definitely like the talisman, isn't he, mm. for that team? Definitely. You um, think without him, they they struggle. When do and then, they? yeah, another draw. Oh, Pepe's gonna be coming back for the title celebrations, isn't he? Oh. the eleventh of April, we'd have won it by then. So you can join in if you want. Um and then yeah Watford Spurs nil nil um another great result really Sh- shit for Watford should have been better uh, should have been three Dini points Mr. Penn. Dini Mr Penn yeah you why have you got him in fantasy no yeah. um so that's six games undefeated now um in a row for Watford brilliant and like Spurs looking like they'll finish out of the European places um yeah uh, great it's fantastic um. Yeah, Sunday's result, um, apart from ours, was Burnley against Leicester. Uh, Burnley winning 2-1. Thanks, Burnley. Um, didn't really see that one coming before that, um, the way Burnley have been playing. Mm. Um, Another cor- goal from a corner. What did I say from Burnley? Back post corners. That's all they did. Yeah. That's all they tra- that's all they work on all week. Yeah. Um, and that's the first time this season, back-to-back defeats for Leicester. Um but yeah, unless there's a massive catastrophe there, they should. Shouldn't they lose to us in Man City back to back? This season? Oh, go on. Oh, Quickly, yeah. come on. Yeah, Prove they, me wrong. They did, they did. They did? Yeah. Apology okay. on next week's podcast. I'll apologise now. Um, so, yeah, that leaves us with our next opponents, uh, Wolves, coming out 3-2, 2-0 uh, down. 
Um, he must have said something at half time there, um, Nuno. But yeah, um, thought they were a bit actually unfortunate to be 2 0 down because um, they did have a lot of the play in the first half. Um, a bit more of a smash and grab performance from Southampton, but um, just shows you like how clinical Southampton have been in recent recent weeks. Yeah, but yeah, great, great, great turnaround for Wolves. Um, just Traore and Jimenez. Um, yeah. carrying on what they do um, surely bigger clubs in the, possibly in the summer be sniffing them per yeah um, if Traore continues to show like the end product as well yeah he's showing that consistency hell of a player definitely um, and Jimenez is probably one of the most underrated players I would say like not many people really talk about him in terms of top strikers but is I think he's saying he's got 20 goals this season now in all competitions. I was going to say, who's top goal scorer now? He, he, in the league? Yeah. Vardy, isn't it? Vardy. Well, he's got to be close behind now. Him and us. Um, so, yeah, with Wolves, is he? Um, he's on 10, goal, 10 league goals. Oh, 10 league goals. A lot in Europe, then. Um, so, Wolves... Uh, um, at the Molyneux um, on Thursday night are we worrying um, do you know what like I think that is a difficult game isn't it um, they give us a good game didn't they uh, at Anfield yeah um, <sighs> see I'm <laughs> no. sat here going it's going to be difficult but you still, you still think we're on for undefeated for Christ's sake you still think we'll win um. Yeah, as long I think Traore didn't start the game at Anfield, did he? No, because they made a few changes. Yeah. So. I think that'll be. Quite pivotal to the game. Can we handle Traore? Um. And if we can, and, exert, our attacking threat on the game. Don't see why we can't get another three points. I know, yeah. To give Do I get first it? pick on prediction this week? You will, yes. Um, okay, do you want to kick it off? 2-0. <laughs> you know what? I've got a feeling, because you've said that now, that's confirmed, 2-0, it's banked. I've got a feeling they're going to score, and I've got a feeling it's going to be Jimenez. So I'm going to go for 2-1. All right. So Matt Ward's going for 2-0. Let's what are see. the overall totals? Uh, I'm leading three two. So yeah, it's tight. It's not like the uh, the league at the yeah, minute. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Should we finish on our fantasy football? Yes, we can do. Good um, week for me. I have to say, in our um, in the league that we're in, I think um, basically everybody messed up on their captains. Probably apart from you, but you're not in the mix. Uh, to win it not yet so like you've, be- ri- you've written me off like you've written off <laughs> oh, I'm definitely writing you off um, so yeah I think basically the ones who I'm competing with at you know for the top of the league the crown uh, I think basically people were picking Vardy De Bruyne mm. uh, Mane as captain um, so yeah nobody picked up big captain points there so it led me to like sneak in with a few uh, gaining points on the man who's top so yeah I scored big with 
Allison in goal, uh, getting that assist as well. Nice one. Oh, yeah. uh, so thirteen. Uh, Arnold there getting his assist. Clean sheets all round. Um, you got me ten points, and then I uh, got Montoya. Uh, he come off the bench, so I was a bit worrying uh, when you know on Saturday like Montoya on the bench. Oh great! And then come Sunday, uh, Chilwell wasn't even in the squad. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, so yeah. he got me to zero, and then. Um, Basically midfield, yeah, scoring low. Uh, De Bruyne four with captain, Mane three, Mount three, and then nice one Traore two assists got yeah. me ten, and then looking at the top, um, Vardy with that miss Peno, yeah, um, Zilch, a lot of people got away with that as well because they some people picked him as captain, so yeah. zero doubles is zero, yeah. and then Tammy with two, and then Jimenez, get me um, two two goals. Yeah. yeah, two goals, yeah. so 13 points, so leaves me 59. 59. Um, so, consider it right, first of all, um, big news that I've thrown the dice ahead of this week's games and I've played my wild card, I'm a second wild card of the season, it needed to be done, it needed a big shake-up, so... What good it'll do you? I'm thinking a, a you know, a big... Um, second half of the season for my team but considering before that considering I had Rashford who is now um, going to be out for like two three months I had Vardy who obviously missed the penalty considering that I'm quite happy with 55 points um, I went for Alexander-Arnold as captain because I'm going to have to start doing things a little bit different to other people so I put him as captain Got me the 20 yeah, points, yeah. so happy with that. Good I had, had Diop, who scored. I had Calvert-Lewin, who scored as well. Um, and Traore, um, with 10 points. So they were my main point scorers. Obviously, I had Mane as well, um, who only managed to get the three points. Frustratingly, I bought in um, Mares for Sterling, and Mares didn't <laughs> even play. Like I've just had it now of like City... Yeah. Midfield is like it's it's just too difficult to to get a um consistent uh, midfield player really. So De Bruyne. <laughs> in the in in the shake up. Not even him, like I don't think, but like I say, the, come uh, Champions the, League, once they're in the Champions League, it's gonna yeah. make a big difference well, on the yeah. fantasy football. Yeah. But um I mean, I'm looking at Ottomandi who I brought in a few weeks ago has just been an absolute disaster. I don't think he's played I think he came on for ten minutes in one game. Mm. Is, yeah, but yeah. So I'm playing this wild card for this week and we're gonna see big big changes. Big changes by the time of the next podcast you I'll be I'll be gaining ground. Yeah, he'll be in ninth position. Um so yeah, everything covered there. Um oh look at that, Matty, we're coming under the hour mark before we get yeah. cut out. Uh so yeah, that's it from us. Um we are back Thursday, twenty third of Jan. Uh, to do our post-match uh, review of the Wolves game at the Molyneux. Um, we should, barring any changes, have a new co-host uh, alongside us. Special in, guest. Yeah, Matty Norton. Um, yeah, Where, the previous one, Tom where's, Clark. Where's Tom Clark? Uh, he's still missing. We're going to start... Um, Search party. He's gone yeah, AWOL. He's going to be put on the uh, the milk cartons and all that. Have you seen this uh, this man? Um, so, yeah, uh, remember to listen, follow and share our podcast. Uh, find us on our Twitter page at justanotherliv1. Um, so, yeah, we will see you Thursday.
Bye Cheers. from me. Cheers.